It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on Toginet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships, sans the sleaze factor, while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet. And now, here's your host, Lou Paget. for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on Toginet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships, sans the sleaze factor, while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet. And now, here's your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my first show for 2017. And needless to say, the last month has been a bit of a whirlwind, I'm sure, for just about everyone. And one of the things that I was doing was I was in Orlando doing the presentation for the severely injured soldiers. And this is where, I mean, 2006 was the first year that we were there. And the invitation was from Lieutenant Colonel Mary Good, who said, we need some help for these injured soldiers who are coming back uh, in the area of sexuality and disability. Not necessarily my specialty, but I know the best people. Sexuality, yes. The combination of, of the disability factors 
But in the 10 years that we've been doing the presentation for the Road to Recovery is what it's called, our R2R, we have done four different presentations in our in our breakout sessions. We do a general panel, then we do the breakouts. And the soldiers that come to this are invited. It's free of charge for them. They are sponsored by Road to Recovery. They, their family, their caregivers, whomever it may be, are brought with them, again, at no charge to them. They are put up at a hotel in Orlando, given tickets uh, to the uh, park. In this case, it was Universal. Previously, we had been at Disney World. But the important thing about this is that these soldiers, these you know, returning soldiers and vets, whether they are you know, still in the military or have you know, gone to veteran status, they don't get given information that helps them in the area of relating. And, you know, when you have a disability, as Dr. Linda Mona said, which I think is just freaking brilliant, she herself has dealt with a disability her entire life. But when you are someone who all of a sudden you have a disability and you have a chronic condition or something, it often is completely derailing for you. And she said everything about your life then feels different, including relationships, including sexuality, including your sex life. So you may have had a partner where you were able to do things, but now things are different. And it's also the dynamic of what happens if you are then put into the position of being a full-time caregiver. That completely changes the dynamic of your relationship. So I'm just going to give you a little breakdown here of <clears throat> what we talk about. We are we have our main panel, and then we go into with uh, Reverend Dr. Uh, Bill Staten and talk about where sexuality and religion coexist. And one of the things that I think people often think is that sexuality or what they think of as you know science behind something and religion do not exist at they they're you know sort of polar opposites and they can't exist together that science and and religion and faith cannot exist in the same place and nothing could be further from the truth uh, as dr staten talks about you know that when people have a strong core belief about things and for many people you know, their faith is at the core of them. And so is their sexuality. It's the essence of where they come from. So to address, because this is often a very faith-based group that we talk to, that these soldiers, there's 100 different soldiers, so total of probably about 500 people are brought to this event each year. And when Dr. Staten stands up, it surprises them that an American Baptist clergy would be involved in an area with sexuality. And yet, as he says, you know, the, the essence of what our spirit and our faith is, is also the essence of what our sexuality is. And for him, he was a young pastor who all of a sudden had his own, you know, uh, parish that, that he was speaking to, and he realized oh my gosh, I have to answer questions about things I don't even know how to answer for people. 
which is why he went back after having his doctorate in divinity, his PhD, he went back and did a PhD, doctorate of philosophy, in the area of sexuality, so that he could give, you know, help people with these questions, and as he said, do and have a, you know, uh, the mutual respect between the learning about sexual science and faith-based communities. So that's one of our first presentations. Then Dr. Mona and Dr. Andreski talk about how trauma affects sex. And one of the things that people will often comment on is, first off, they may not have any sensation. They may be taking medications that really impact their ability to either feel emotionally or feel physically. And, you know, it's it's not uncommon for sexual and intimate relationships to change and sometimes change dramatically. Yet, if people are willing to acknowledge this and understand that, you know, the physical effects of trauma can have a lifelong impression on people who, you know, for service, you know, people and their partners. So what Dr. Mona and Dr. Andreski talk about is they want to give people um, an ability to talk about it in a way that does not have the judgment about it, that also it gives them um, common ways in which other people have addressed that and means and ways to uh, change how they're, how they're looking at things and also that what might be appropriate resources for them to use, whether that is uh, products, whether that is someone who different ways to address things with someone they may be getting, you know, support from uh, either through the VA system or uh, through another system, but giving them the awareness that this is absolutely normal to want to talk about this. And what when we first started doing this, uh, these presentations, so many times, and here's the other thing, not only is the service person being impacted, but also we need to be able to address the issues for the person who is the spouse or the caregiver or the new partner. And I use as an example a woman who her, uh, the new uh, man in her life, well, for the last three years, and what he has is he had very bad burns. You know, they have healed, but he doesn't have any sensation. And it wasn't until we were doing a little tiny little wheel up and down his arm that has, it's something that is used for people who like to have sensation play, and it's got kind of little, it's almost like little spikes on it, but they're, they're, they're tiny. But he was like, oh my gosh, I can, he said, I can feel that. And she was like, you feel that? Because she had no way of just with using her hand to be able to create sensation in large areas of his back or his arms. And as we know, our skin is our largest sexual organ. So when she found this, she was like, oh, wow. And that's what our job is to give, to arrive. So there's myself, there's Dr. Staten, Dr. Moner, Dr. Andreski, Tom Stewart, and myself. And we address the ways, you know, that people, they can, how they can choose their partner, the ways that they can, if they are single, you know, you have a disability, when do you disclose? 
the whole range of what we do there, when we come away from it, we want to know that whatever we have done, we have left them with information they can use right now, that they have access to us after the fact, because many times we are the first group that they have ever been able to have a conversation about sexuality and their relationships because most most therapists, most MDs, and most people of faith don't get training in that area. So we're coming up to the first break, and then I will go over some of the things that I speak with them about because I think people need to know that this being the beginning of the year, maybe this is something you should consider looking at for yourself and your partner. I will be right back with my top tips for coming into 2017. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. a recording of our own voice, it always sounds different than we think. This is because the bones in our skull create a resonance from within that makes our voice sound deeper to us. But our recorded voice is how others hear us. I'm sure I'm not the first person who has uttered the words, I really don't sound like that. Do I? Margaret Thatcher famously underwent vocal training to lower her voice and make her sound more statesmanlike. Recently, British Airways polled Americans and Britons to see who they believed had the sexiest voices. Morgan Freeman was voted number one. If a judge loves the sound of his own voice, expect a long sentence. What's a word for a person who loves to hear the sound of their own voice? A philodox. It's marching Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Can muscle turn into fat? It sure looks like it can, but the reality is it can't. When you have tight and defined muscles and you quit working out with weights or exercising at all in some cases, it seems like your hard muscle turns to flab. Remember, Muscle and fat are two different entities, and one cannot turn into another. What happens is when you stop exercising, your muscle fibers grow smaller, while your fat cells grow larger. With exercise, your muscles make the fibers grow, and when you stop exercising, they reduce in size. Likewise, your body's fat cells can change in size depending on how much fat each one stores. So keep your body fit, healthy, and strong. Keep up your exercise. And don't let conditioned muscles become flabby. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget.
hello everyone and welcome back and uh, as i was sort of saying before i because i was not paying attention to the clock 2017 is going to be a phenomenal year energetically i know that on a number of different levels but i'd also like to let you know that and the other thing that this is a year to do is change how you react to things which will change i mean we talk about changing someone's energy level, which is really about changing your vibration. And the more that you bring something up, the more that you become aware of things. It's that, you know how when you're deciding that you want to buy a new car and you see the car that you really like, uh, it's, uh, you know, a, let's say it's a, you know, a 700 series BMW. All of a sudden, what you thought was a, you know, unique car, all of a sudden you're going to start seeing it everywhere because you become more aware of it. And part of that is your attention and your intention. And when we do our presentation for the severely injured soldiers, one of the things I like to do, because my area is what are the things that people do, what are the you know, follow-ups, what are the best things that make people stay connected or create relationship? And I use what able-bodied people use. I use what people have told me work for them. If they have a chronic issue, let's say they have a bad hip or bad knees, or let's say they don't hear very well, they don't have great flexibility, I use everything I can. But the most important thing, and I'm going to tell you this, whether it's the start of your 2017 a new relationship, or you want to bring more connection back into your own relationship, whether that's the intimacy or whether it's the actual physicality, whether it's the actual you know, sexuality, your attention to it and your intention to create that makes all the difference. It, it, it is the foundation because if that is not there, I don't care I mean, I love the comment that, um, oh gosh, I'm going to draw a blank on her name, but she makes the comment that, listen, if, you know, having lubes and a vibe made everyone have, you know, great sex lives and great connections, then everyone would have it. And I remember one man for a, a group that I was presenting to, he said, look, we all have drawers full of these toys. We don't need any more vibes or any more things like that. We need what other people, you know, know and what other people do. And I will tell you that one of the main reasons why relationships get created and get started in the first place is because someone is paying attention, truly. And there are times when, I mean, if you want to, I mean, they're rather, um, I'd have to say formulaic. It's an understatement to say that. But if you look at the Hallmark series of movies, when they're doing the, uh, the romantic or you know, the, uh, the holiday series, I watched a whole bunch of those, but they all have that someone was paying attention. So what I tell people is, look, your attention is your most seductive behavior. Use it. And the other thing is, you don't have to be you know, blustering and flustering and, you know, making a big show of things, your attention can be something as simple as absolutely acknowledging that, yeah, I really like that you did that. If you are in a relationship, if you are in a marriage, 
acknowledge what your partner does. Sometimes we are on a slippery slope when it comes to, you know, being around our partner. And sometimes, hey, you know, listen, I'm human. I I do the same things. Is that sometimes you don't speak as kindly as you should. You know something? Once those words are out of your mouth, you cannot take them back. And that is something that I have to be more aware of because sometimes, you know, your, your, your day is short or you've got, but what you, how you acknowledge your partner, and that can be as simple as thanks for blah, blah, blah. Thanks for bringing that in. Thanks for doing this. Hey, you know, thanks for cleaning up the bathroom. Little things that, you know, make the difference for everybody. So, and the other thing is, is, let's say things have gotten sort of pulled apart. Look at where you are and look at how you got there, okay? And then what you also have to look at is, <laughs> what's the comment? If you want to change the things in your life, you have to change the things that you're doing. So if your way of doing things is you don't say goodbye, I love you, or hug someone when they leave the door, start doing that. You will be shocked. The other thing you can start doing, stay in touch throughout the day. That is, there are very few people that likely would have the permission to have the contact the way that you do. Hugging. One of the big things that, from an intimacy standpoint, if you want to change how your relationship goes forward, hugging and touching are two of the biggest, bar none. And when you see, and and I remember Mary, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Mary Good telling me, you know, that one of the things that happens in the military is that they're not allowed to fraternize. So you have these young soldiers, female and male, and here they are, they can't fraternize, they can't, no, and yet, we are tactile beings, and she was one woman was telling me uh, that this is at one of the road to recoveries, and she was saying that uh, she's working and she was in the trade fair area for people who were coming in to see whether or not there might be you know a job or you know uh, potential there for them and she made the comment of this is she works in an area on the bases and does uh, things with um, manicures, pedicures, uh, things, you know, like the grooming. And she said, we have so many men come in regularly to have manicures and pedicures. And I looked at her and I said, and I can tell you why. And she said, why? And I said, they need to be touched. She just looked at me. She said, really? I said, really? And you will often find that, that, you know, or in, so these guys would go and finally someone would be touching them. And I talk about skin. I, a girlfriend of mine who lost her husband, she said she re, this person referred to it as skin hunger of not being touched after she lost her husband. And that's something that, you know, whether it is touching, whether it is changing the pattern of touching, whether it is kissing, you have, an, there's almost like a responsibility to make sure you stay connected to your partner. 
Now, let's say someone is going into a new relationship. Things didn't work out in the last one. Well, then you can look at why didn't they work out? And sometimes we have to do a little review in the mirror and say, what was my part? What was someone else's part? And one of the things, another thing that I will often hear from people is after the fact, they knew they shouldn't have been in that relationship or they knew there was something that was off, but they were choosing to not listen because they wanted to stay in a relationship. And if you're staying in a relationship that doesn't serve you or doesn't take care of your heart, you're probably not in the right relationship. And now let's say someone will say, well, you know, I have children. Well, you know something? If your relationship is broken, it is much better for anyone to be from a broken, you know, a broken marriage than to remain in one that is broken. Because anything that is not working is going to show up in all areas of people's lives. And children pick up on everything. Anyone who's ever been a parent knows that one. So when when I speak with people, I want them to be honest. Like, if you're interested in lots of sex, talk about that. If you're not interested, if it's no longer comfortable, if it's something that, you know, many times many women are not interested in, you know, the sex that they're having because it's not good sex. You know, they're not, things are just kind of like a, you know, occasionally or someone, you know, might be having an orgasm or someone might be having a lot of pleasure. But if she's not having pleasure and not enjoying it, why would someone keep going there, right? And if someone is, you know, postmenopausal or if they are perimenopausal or if they've just had a child, it may be painful. And that's another thing that has to be talked about and talked about honestly. Another final thing that I tell people, please do not practice psychic sex thinking that your partner should know what you want okay because you know when you're choosing a partner that's one matter altogether but when you are you know doing things and you're first together you know normally you try and guide someone you can guide very easily with one word not necessarily using a whole sentence, or you can talk about things that you'd like to try. But the important thing is someone can't read your mind. And if you keep doing the same things that you did with other people, they, that's not that person's nerve system. They have their own nerve system. So you have to be, you know, part, you know, um, research, part, okay, let's see what's going to work here. Look, some of the funniest things and most bonding things for many couples are the things that go wrong in the area of sexuality. And many times, and I'm going to talk about this in the next section, some of the things that you can use that are terrific for many people is different products that allow you to relax into sensation. You know, and and I'll talk about, this is uh, Tom Stewart's company, Sports Sheets, but what we look at is what are going to be the things that work, how they're going to work well. We're coming up to our next break. Right?
This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. News Daily reported a story from Career Builder that gave some humorous examples of actual job interview blunders. One Boris Norris candidate decided to take off his shoes during the interview. Probably not the best idea, even if you don't have smelly feet or autobromhidrosis. Another job applicant brought a how-to-interview book with him to the interview. Then he asked, what company is this again? And my favorite, the candidate who asked for a sip of the interviewer's coffee. That will cause a latte problems, and also it's a bit bumptious. And finally, one job applicant asked the interviewer if they could wrap it up quickly, because he had another appointment. And a special thanks to our armed forces, men and women serving at home and abroad. It's Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. The largest joints in your body are your hips and knees, and they are often plagued with pain and can keep us from exercising. Millions of Americans have pain in these joints, and their pain can be short-term and injury-related, which is acute pain, or off-again, on-again pain, which is recurrent, or pain that lasts for three months or more, which is chronic. According to Harvard Medical School, the solution might be a set of exercises, pain relief medication, minor surgery, replacement, or some combination of these. The bottom line is, if you experience pain in any joint, get it checked out by a doctor. Don't let pain and immobility keep you from exercising. Find out what the problem is, treat it, and get right back into the exercise groove. All the benefits of daily exercise lie ahead of you. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Um, to continue, this is, you know, part the road to recovery, part your uh, sexual intentions or your relationship intimacy intentions for 2017. And also, I'm going to talk about some trends that I see, and I, I mention these to people all the time because they are things that I see that get in the way of people being able to have the kind of relationships and the type of connection that they want to have. And also, uh, this coming week, uh, I believe at the end of this week, I will be going to the Adult Novelty Manufacturers Expo. Da-da-da-da-da-da! In essence, a trade show for sex toys and sex products. Which brings me to talking about Tom Stewart's company, Sports Sheets. And Tom and I do the final presentation, which we have titled Mating and Dating. We're going to have to adjust that name. But what he has is a company whose tagline is 
keeping couples connected. And it is light, you know, light bondage, light, you know, vanilla things. But what they are are products that can help people maintain positions or adjust a position. As an example, for if a woman is uh, sitting, you know, if she's, um, you know, in missionary position and the man is on top of her and she wraps her legs behind his back, well, then she has to sort of like lock her ankles, right? So she's concentrating on holding her ankles up. But the thing that happens in that case is this is that thing about female brain versus male brain. The female brain has the ability to go about 18 different places at one time. So if she's having to concentrate on holding her legs over his back and keeping her heels locked, then she's not really being able to focus on sensation. And so what happens is that's why I say to men, whatever you do, don't be touching two or three places at one time because a woman's brain will go like this. Where am I supposed to focus? Am I supposed to be there? Am I supposed to be at the breast? Am I supposed to be here? What's going on? Because the more that a woman can narrow her focus to where she is and what's going on, the more she will be able to experience. So Tom has a product, and they are originally used for clipping onto what's the original sports sheets. They have a a soft little uh, ankle cuff, and they've got a little D-ring clip on it, and then they've got the little clips on it. And if a woman uses those and then puts them over top of her partner's back, she can then... Her legs stay in position, but she can, you know, tilt her pelvis to whichever angle is going to be the most enjoyable for her, and she doesn't have to focus on the, the they're called ankle cuffs from sports sheets. She doesn't have to focus on keeping, you know, the keeping, you know, the focusing on the, the leg strength to keep her legs up there. The same thing happens if someone is wanting to try and do things on you know top of a partner you it, it makes it easier if you've got something that has you be able to lean into it or to stay in position more easily and use the example of you know if a woman is having to hold her legs up just you know keep them up it she then has to focus again on that maintaining that while there's motion going on there are other products that can be used or if someone doesn't have the strength of arms or they don't have a good grip, it's, it's originally called doggy style, but what it does is it holds, you can put the strap behind someone's back and hold them into place. There's also what is referred to as the, the door jam sling and easily done. You don't have, it doesn't have to, there's no like holes in the wall or you know, things where someone is, you know, has to put in great big huge, you know, uh, screw into the ceiling, into a you know, bolt it into a beam. This just fits over a door. There's two little plastic tubes with like parachute webbing almost, and then there's a seat in it. You just have to make sure you put it on the door the right way. If you close the door, and you close the door, and the little bolts on you know the three bolts that hold the door into place is on the other side, you're in the right position. If you do it and you hang it where the little bolts are towards you and you're sitting in the chair, you're going to pull that door off. Don't, don't do that, okay? 
Anyway, what this is good for is if someone has, whether it, you know, either partner has an issue with flexibility in their back. And for some of these soldiers, they have had rods put into their back and they don't have any ability to bend or have flexion. So that allows them to stay in position and not have to try and bend, which can hurt them, but, and make it uncomfortable. And the important thing is, is that anytime you can use something that enhances what your experience is, it's going to enhance what your partner's experience is. And so Tom has a full range of product, and he is so, he's, he's incredibly generous when it comes to, you know, giving a product to these soldiers. Uh, everyone got a goodie bag with things. Another company called Vibratex donated a bunch of these tiny little UBS-charged uh, little vibrators that are darling. You have no clue that they typically are a vibrator because they don't even look like one. But uh, Vibratex was also very generous. Here are some trends that I think people need to have an idea about. And I mention these. So if 2017 is your year to be changing things, pay attention to what kind of food you're putting in your body. If you are eating foods that have GMOs, that have high fructose corn syrup, that have a lot of preservatives, you are literally putting things into your body that's causing your body to deal with inflammation. And if your body's trying to deal with inflammation, you can't focus on your body operating at optimum capacity. So the better your food is, the better your body is going to be. And whether it is including turmeric in your food, whether it is making sure that you're getting is buying as much organic as you can. Sometimes that's not that easy, but not having, you know, and it's true. If you are wanting to have a more responsive body and a more responsive brain to build relationship or build a sex life, do not shop in the middle aisles of a grocery store. Go on the outside. That's usually where you're going to get the protein. You're going to get the vegetables, you're going to get the fresh produce, all of those things down those center aisles are typically, they're all, it's manufactured food. And please, if you can do this, get away from microwaving food. You are killing all the nutrients you're trying to feed your body with. So the better, you know, the greater the variation of, you know, the food that you can put into place that is good, organic, the better your sex life is going to be, the better your brain is going to be. And also, think of, drink some water first thing in the morning. That'll really help your body. And also, think of things that make you happy. If you are, you know, your way of responding to your world and your relationships are about how you perceive your world. It is not that Someone else has to do it for you. The world is not there to take care of you. You are part of the world, and you are there to help the world. Don't ever overlook that. Another thing that we see as a trend is that there's a much greater variation of sexual identification and sexual orientation and fluidity with it. So whether someone is 
bisexual, whether they are straight, whether they are gay, whether they consider themselves to be trans or questioning or asexual or gender fluid. There are now so many different ways that people can self-identify. And, you know, if someone wants to identify with their clothing and their fashion, people are all, you know, oh, that's perfectly okay. I think that's perfectly okay that you should be able to wear what you want to wear. Yet when it comes to this area where people wish to be known by a particular pronoun or by, you know, they don't want to be ascribed, uh, you know, the binary of female or male, but they want, and here's the thing, people got judged by that based on a system put into place that didn't have an awareness or, you know, but we, there are other cultures who have always acknowledged the uh, trans uh, sexual or a gender fluid sexuality amongst their, you know, the people who are within their own culture. So what I look at is, you know, the trend here is that there's a lot more of that. And I think, you know, if someone wants to be that and it's not harming anybody else and they're an adult, that's up to them. The other thing that we're seeing a lot more of is couples going into relationships wanting to have children and they're having serious infertility issues, whether that's because of the medications they're taking, whether that is because of the food that they're eating, whether that's because of vaccines, because we know component parts in those vaccines, polysorbate 80, we know that it is directly linked to infertility in mammalian in rat and mice studies. We're not that different. And the important thing is, if it's affecting the germ cells, the ability, you know, the reproductive systems, it's impacting in so many different ways. So when we look at telling people the trends that can help them have a better relationship, a better sexuality, watch your food, watch what you're putting in and on your body, whether that is sulfates, whether it's the shampoo, whether whatever it may be, there's so many things now that we are aware of that can help you have a better functioning body and a better functioning relationship and better functioning sexuality. And when I come back, we're coming up to our third break, I'll be talking about things that I suggest to people when, if they are wanting to find a new relationship. So please stay with me. I will be right back after this. And here come the tunes. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more Sex Talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. 
Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. I recently tried rock climbing for the first time while on vacation in Colorado. I was a total Gumby. That's slang for a newcomer to the sport. As a Gumby, I was guilty of excessive hangdogging or holding onto the rope instead of grabbing the rocks. Rappelling, also called abseiling, is descending down the rock using the ropes. As I was climbing up, my husband hollered up to me, Hey, there must be a word for this. Quits a tickle or a foolish, capricious person in the pursuit of ideals came quickly to mind. When I finally got to the top, it started raining, and there I was, literally between a rock and a hard place. What's the word for the fear of high places? Batophobia. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. So as I said before the break, what I would be talking about here is the direction that I give to people if they're wanting to go into a new relationship. And, you know, let's be honest. For some people, they, are, they keep using the same uh, list, the same practices that just keep them attracting the same people that don't work for them. So... Here, as a matter of fact, I, I sort of, I stood in mute amazement as I was watching this one TV show. Uh, I think it's on the OWN network, the Oprah Winfrey network. And the gentleman, his name is, uh, I believe it's T.D. Jakes. And if not mistaken, he is Queen Latifah's father. Anyway, he has this man on who is saying that he wants to meet someone. There's two men. And one man happened to be a software programmer who actually designed an app to, so that it would swipe right like 200,000 times. And so here he has all of these swipe rights. And then what he has is, then he has to go through all of this. So he has, again, he didn't even make the choice and the selection 
by himself. He had a program do it. Now, here's the thing that I think is that we have to kind of like uh, scratch our heads a little bit on. We have become so technologically advanced, we have forgotten how to have the art of communication, the art of compassion, the art of relating. And they are arts. So going online, yes, that is one way to meet someone. It is, you know, currently the way that many people do. Yet you're seeing someone who is not necessarily presenting who they are. So then this one guy comes on and he proceeds. He has this list that is This is the one I'm talking about. His list was so ridiculous, I could not believe it. And what jumped into my brain was a comment from an individual by the name of, um, oh, what is Darren's, uh, oh, shoot. Um, Anyway, Darren, and I'll come up with his surname, but he is a top success coach. And what he looks at is what are the things that, it, and he realized he made a list of all of the things he wanted from a partner. And then when he looked at it, he went, wow, okay, I have all these things that I want, but if this person is that amazing, why would they want me? And that was what jumped into my head when I, uh, Darren Hardy is his name. And that's what I looked at. I mean, literally, it was down to the point of she had to be petite, under 5'3", be highly motivated, have no body hair, okay, nice, cute, um, be, uh, have this weight, um, have this look, have this type of education, have, I mean, there were, I mean, this list went on, and it was probably mm, about 35 different things that he had to have, and he couldn't understand why he had been not in a serious relationship for 12 years. And honestly, the fact that he was that particular is what is keeping him completely separate from being in any relationship. Because the big thing that this man is walking in the door with, bless him, is complete judgment. And the judgment is based on his ego. Because his ego is about... I am a martial artist, and I have won bodybuilding contests, and I have done this, and okay, but he also doesn't talk about, you know, what he, you know, how he wants to feel around that person. He just talked about the physical, mainly the physical attributes, and things that look good on paper. Well, I'll tell you right now, if you are going to get together with a list, You may look good on paper, but it may not match in reality. And any of you who are doing any hiring or have people coming in or do any type of interviewing work with people, you know that people can look amazing on paper. And then when you meet them, you go, what the heck happened here? Or they don't have an ability to sell themselves or they don't have an ability to connect. So that's why when I ask people, be really honest about what it is you want and what you feel you have the ability to show up for forget what happened in past relationships you are only allowed carry-on baggage okay you do not get any steamer trunks you do not get any large bags you don't get you do not get to check any baggage carry-on only and you know what the carry-on means two small bags one small one and one personal okay 
yes, you remember things. I mean, even the Dalai Lama says, you know, you do not, you know, you do not forget something that happened. But what you do is you go to a place that is more powerful and it's about forgiveness. And the forgiveness is also for yourself. Because sometimes when people go to go back into a relationship, let's say 2017 is your year to recreate the relationship or the new one, sometimes what happens is that when a relationship falls apart, people go, oh, my God, I can't trust my own reaction or my own thoughts. That I must have some flaw. No, no, you don't. Here's what you may need to do is look at, why you made the choices. And any time for me, when I have looked at why I made a choice, I became, it became really clear very quickly that often I was making a, a choice and selection based on ego. And any time I've had my ego walk through the door before me, it gets me in trouble. It really does. And, you know, people refer to it as, you know, edging out God or, you know, edging God out, whatever it may be. I will say that if we all know that we are all one and we all come from a place of light and of love, those two things being the same, then why aren't we being loving to ourselves about what we really would like? So if you are wanting to have someone adore you and love you and accept you for who you are, Say that. And, but if the main thing, <laughs> I was listening to Vivica Fox, and she was, oh, she was speaking, I, I think it was Oprah, she was talking to Oprah, and she said, Oprah says, well, so what made you change things? And she says, oh, I had to get, stop going out with a smile and the six pack. <laughs> and Oprah laughed, and she said, really? And she goes, oh, she said, I was dating all these boys. She said, I needed to just stop and go back and go, I need to have a man in my life. And that may look different and look very differently from what you had thought. Yet, and thinking that you know exactly what's going on, I use the example of if you make yourself, if you're having fun, you're going through your life, you are enjoying what's going on, trust me, you will become magnetic. People want to be around people who are having a good time in their lives, who have an idea of where they're going, and they're just, you know, they're pleased about what's going on in their life. It is not a situation of who wants to be with someone who mopes all the time. Thank you, no. So if you are enjoying your life, getting out there, doing things, you will start becoming magnetic. The next thing you need to also do is have yourself not be in a state of judgment of what happened before. So what? That was then. You are in a different place. Five minutes ago was not now. So you are in a different place. And I tell the soldiers this as well and their partners that when you make a decision that you are going to create something new within what you're doing right now or within yourself, you, it, it, it happens in that moment, in that moment. And that's kind of like one of those insider secrets when it comes to relationship, that you can change it in a nanosecond. Now, let's say you're already with someone and you don't know whether or not that person 
could be that person for you, it is something as simple as asking your heart when you wake up in the middle of the night. Because your heart in the middle of the night cannot lie. It literally cannot lie. If when you wake up you think of that person and it makes your heart feel good, chances are that person is someone who's going to be good for you. And it may be good for just a period of time. I want people to have relationships, marriages, you know, connections with people that work beautifully for them. But the only way that's going to happen is if someone is honest about why they're in a relationship and if they have a kind heart. Kind hearts do everything. And you can't teach someone to have a kind heart. You literally can't. You can teach them uh, techniques. You can teach them how to cook an omelet. But you cannot teach someone how to have a kind heart. What you can do is by having a kind heart yourself, it can have them shift and change. I use this example for people. If anyone has ever been around an animal that has been fearful or you know, a fear biter or something because of treatment that they've received, the thing that changes them is kindness and knowing that they can trust something. So as you go forward in 2017, and I'm going to talk about the adult novelty show next week because I will have come back from seeing what's new, what's not, you know, what little thing they put sparkles in this time. And I want you to have the relationship, the marriages, and the sex lives that you always dreamed of. Any questions, you can get a hold of me at office at loopadget.com. You can go on my website, loopadget.com, send me a note from there. But the big thing about any of these relationships is that you are in the driver's seat, truly. No one else but yourself. And if you choose a partner that's not working for you, change your mind. Choose someone else. And, but always choose based with kindness. Okay? We're coming up to the end of the show. I'm wishing you all the very best at the beginning of 2017. Here are the tunes. Hear from you next week. Bye for now. for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget 